It's the weekend. You can do anything you want. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. Work on a peace plan for the Middle East. Invent something truly useful like a machine that solves climate change while also picking up after your dog. But no, you've decided to spend your precious time on Earth listening to a bunch of white men talk over the top of each other. The world may be burning, but this is your me time. Welcome to Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. The weekend is here, which means it's time for the Platinum Edition of Radio Chaser and the guys are on holidays. So we've rolled out the best of the best of the segments we've done over this year. We remember fondly the life of one of the great Labor leaders of our time. Not Bob Hawke, Bill Shorten. How did he lose that election? Going to be talking about that, plus the fire at the Big Brother house. And have you heard of the new kid show, Tomic the Tank Engine? Well, you will. Stick around two hours of the Platinum Edition of Radio Chaser. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Look, the election result, a bit of a surprise. We didn't call it here at the Radio Chaser Political Science Lab, did we? Well, we called it totally the opposite. We were completely and utterly, bizarrely, totally wrong. Yeah, look, we were look, useless. In fairness, though, all the polls got it wrong. Like every single poll, including yes. the, the internal party polls, all got it wrong. And, and I, to be honest, I think the reason is that everyone was adjusting for the fact that ScoMo pooed his pants at Eggerty Mackers in 1997, mm. and they just mm. went, oh, well, we'll adjust that, you know, nobody's going to endorse that in our mm. Prime Minister. Mm. And instead, Aussies just went, yeah! It made him a legend. It was like rubbing the strip club all over again. But I don't know how invested we were all personally in the result. I mean, Andrew, you aren't too into politics. You don't really care. I wasn't that bothered. But there's one person here mm. who was out there on Saturday with the family mm. Handing out. I've seen it on the Charles Firth official Instagram. Man. Did, you, did you see that, fo- that yeah, photo? Yeah, I, I did, dummy. I saw your your little post there, mm. Charles. You yeah. you were out there batting yeah. for the for the team Fra- that everyone hates. Yeah, Fraser Annings. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser Annings, whatever it's yeah. called, buddy. Uh, Nazi have party. You got the, have you got the yeah. egg off your head? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. No, we no were, Charles was out there handing out for bloody Labour, you the, lefty pinko. For the Labour party. No, it's mainly because my kids look really good in red. And that's the official colour of the Labor Party, so it's very good. Well, but look, uh, there is a bit of a mayor call because we did an in, in memoriam for Scott Morrison. Look, we thought it could have been premature, but sports mm. bet had paid out. We thought it was kind of game over. So we played a sketch uh, saying that he died. But the thing is, as you always do, we prepared ones for both eventualities. Same mm. way that the leaders write a victory in a concession speech. And listening back to the in memoriam for Shorten this morning, guys, mm. I actually think... It's pretty obvious who's going to lose the election. Have a listen and see if you can pick why we really should have picked this one. Radio Chaser presents In Memoriam, Bill Shorten. Bill Shorten rose to prominence during the Beaconsfield mining disaster and then moved to Canberra to spend time in an even bigger hole. There, he knifed a series of beloved and popular leaders to win the leadership even though nobody liked him. During his six years as Labour leader, nobody liked him. In 2019, his fortunes reversed, and he was destined to become Prime Minister at last. But then everyone remembered. They didn't like him. He is survived by a few of his beloved numbers. Zero for the elections he won, two for his fulsome man boobs, and another zero for the number of people who ever liked him. Farewell. Bill Shorten. Even I, the voiceover guy doing your tribute package, really don't like you. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.
Yeah, I joined uh, one of those hotel loyalty schemes, guys. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm doing that well. I, I, I don't seem to have earned all that many free nights um, mm. at, at this. Uh, you, you know, you check into the hotel and they, they just sign you up automatically now. You don't mm. even have to ask for it, you know. You just check in and then you suddenly find, oh, I'm, I'm in the loyalty program and I've been awarded <laughs> 7,804 points and um, those points can't be used for anything. And, and do you find yourself more loyal to the hotel <laughs> as well? Well, I, I, I am because I'm forcibly on their email list and I have no choice. So in the, in the way that a prisoner is loyal <laughs> to the guard, uh, yes, I'm very loyal to this hotel chain. Now, but anyway, um, look, uh, one of them has released this fantastic ad campaign. Uh, it's very convincing. Have a listen. At Loyalty Hotels, join our loyalty program and have your loyalty rewarded. Sounds good. Provided you live in a hotel at least 362 nights a year. Oh. With every stay, you'll earn a misleadingly large number of points. Wow, after just four straight years in a standard twin, I have a trillion points. That's enough for an upgrade to my pillow. God, I miss my family. Offer does not include duck pillows, goose pillows or synthetic pillows. Any questions? Simply consult our daily barrage of promotional emails. Gee, seven nights for the price of six in West Wyalong. Lucky I subscribed. Loyalty Hotels. Use your points now because they expire every five minutes. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. The big news is in it's less than nine hours to go until the end of Click Frenzy. Click Frenzy, Charles. I'm so excited about this. It's Click. always the best time to buy something when you're in a frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> sensible time. That's right. Well, it, it's the online shopping thing, and it, it seems every retailer in the country is is throwing in all the stuff that they can't get rid of by any other means. <laughs> and uh, are you excited about this, Andrew? Are you excited? I, I, I'm so excited yeah. to get my hands on all that stuff that they desperately want to get rid of so badly that they're offering massive yeah. discounts. I can't wait to get that stuff. I mean, I went through the website. I don't need any of the things that are on sale, but I'm still really, really excited. I mean, check out the bargains. The Click Frenzy is on now, and there's only eight hours left to buy something, so you'd better not think too much about it and hurry. Just buy it! Electric air fryer you'll use once and then leave in your cupboard for the next five years, 60% off. Buy it! Out-of-date iPods and our entire range of Sony Walkmans, slash! Just buy it! Want a blouse that doesn't fit you? All the most unpopular sizes of Suzanne Betro's least popular blouse lines, now an extra 20% off. Buy it! Who's Suzanne Petro? I don't know either, but buy it! Headlight lamps for cars you don't own, 25% off. Buy it! Plus a spiralizer that cuts zucchini into slices that look a little bit like spaghetti but taste bitter and soggy, a massive 70% off. Buy it! Just buy it! Buy it! Click Frenzy! Just buy it! Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Game of Thrones, what a shock result from the grand finale. The person on the Iron Throne, unexpectedly, was Scott Morrison. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. But I'll tell you what, it was a surprise no one saw coming. Don't you reckon? <laughs> That's true. Mm. Certainly not the pollsters in King's Landing. But, uh, no, we, I, I mean, I did watch it. I don't think we should do any spoilers, though, like, sure. uh, for the for the listeners. It wasn't really a scummo. But, and I, I actually loved, I loved the show. I thought Me it was too. a great way to end. Yeah, good. I'm glad you I loved did. it. I absolutely yeah. loved it. But I, I, don't, I think we're alone in this, are we, Charles? Yes. You, uh, you and me are basically two, uh, and then there's about six billion other people who thought that it was terrible. In fact, 1.3 million people so far have signed an online petition to get them, to force them to rewrite the yes, final season. Very funny. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Anyway, it turns out the makers have actually agreed to rewrite it. Here it is. Game of Thrones fans demanded the last season be rewritten, and now we have. 
The fans are unhappy, Danny. I have listened too long to fans and their idiotic online petitions. Drogon, you know what to do. Oh my god, the dragon's coming after us! That's totally out of character. I'm starting another online petition. This season is far more enjoyable than the original. Glad they asked for the rewrite. Game of Thrones, the rewritten version. Because you asked for it. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. I was looking through the radio ratings, Mm. and uh, I'll tell you what. Once again... Coles Radio has had an absolute blinder of a survey. Oh, it is the number one digital station yeah. in the whole of Australia. Now, is it, am I right in thinking it's just the install music and station that you hear? It's not. Or can you? You can. can you, can you pick up if, Coles Radio at Woolies if you've got a digital radio? On yeah, it? yeah, you right. can. You can. Ooh, you can tune in in your car if you've got a DAB radio, which is the new type of radios. Everyone, mm. everyone's getting them at the moment. You can tune in wherever you want. And, and, and what sort of content is it? Is it just that Down Down song on loop? And is that why it's so popular? Oh, I think there's discussions <laughs> about things that have gone down this week, yep. things that might go down next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there, there would be a range of discussions. <laughs> right. It explains its yeah. uh, huge popularity. I mean, mm. that's fascinating. Yeah. But uh, no, no. So the, the ratings only counts active losers. Users, not losers, um, who tune in, <laughs> and we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people, like a couple of hundred and fifty thousand people, mm. listen to it every week on mm. uh, on their digital but radio. Surely they just count shoppers who no, are trapped inside the no, stores. They wouldn't be active listeners. No, nah, they're not active listeners. They're they're prisoners. <laughs> yes, so if yeah. we we could actually take people hostage yes. and start a different radio station, like with, you know, like Chaser Radio, Chaser Radio, and just kidnap people, yeah. keep, lock them in a room. Yes. Obviously, enough people to make it a big impact in the ratings. Yeah, like you know, what, what, what five thousand? Yeah, five thousand would be easy. That a knock off Coles? Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Okay. Well, now, actually, uh, it, it's funny you should say that because Aldi have done exactly that, but theirs is a sort of cut price version. You love Coles Radio, but have you tried Aldi Radio? All the classics you know and love, modified slightly to make cheap knockoffs that are almost but not quite as good as the original. This month, check out Aldi Radio's classic-sounding hits from The Bleatles. Hey, tubes, you make me glad. Take a small sweet and change one letter. Can't fit my gloves Everybody tells me to sew Can't fit my gloves So, 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 so Or if you're into modern hits Aldi has songs from Trailer Thrift Bake it off, bake it off And George Extra I'll be writing mock songs Vaguely like the real ones Not as good as real ones Cause they're fake Plus, Aldi Radio has all of John Farnham's hits. Not a cheap knockoff. We were easily able to afford the real thing. So next time you want to listen to Coles Radio, tune in to Aldi Radio. It's almost, but not quite, as good. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. You know the Big Brother house up in, oh, up in do Queensland? Do I ever? You Mecca? Remember, you remember? Mecca? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. it, you know, rather than be a national institution, heritage listed, you know, yeah. it treated like the opera house or parliament houses, you know, like a the revered institution that, that uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. 
It's been left in in disrepair. It's been completely vandalized. What, so it's like a disaster zone? It's like a disaster zone. Well, that's back to its best then. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's it, I love It's like season two. Exactly. It's just, <laughs> no, no. It, no. Uh, this uh, video emerged uh, over the weekend uh, oh. of this YouTuber going around the house, and it's all been graffitied. The pool is now just algae. And and the bathroom is just um, an absolute disaster. Well, well, the good news is if the pool's full of algae, that means no bogans are going to swim in it anymore. <laughs> and and then about two hours after this was released on YouTube, this video, oh. somebody then set the house on fire. Oh. Yeah, oh, which yeah. I think actually improved it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pool. I mean, this is Australia's... You know, yeah. St. Paul's Cathedral. Yes, this I mean, is Notre Dame. Can... That's why it had to go up in flames. <laughs> no, it's the heart and soul of the nation that's building. Yeah. I hope they rebuild it, just like Notre Dame. Yeah, I, I hope they raise a billion dollars to rebuild you, it. You know, honestly, yeah, like with these tourist attractions, I sometimes mm. make them really like, like the big pineapple mm. or the big merino. I want to see the big kanga. Yeah. <laughs> to celebrate the big brother. For when they all sat backwards on toilets, for those who don't remember. Well, it is <laughs> it is on the market and you should hear the real estate listing. New from Prestige Property, the iconic Big Brother house is now a renovator's delight. Tightly held by generations of reality TV pinheads, every room is rich with memories. In the spacious dining area, work up your appetite by picturing Sarah Marie bum dancing right beside your entree. In the master bedroom, dream about the time Vesna plucked her pubic hairs out all over the place because she felt smelly. Look, my hair's sticking out of my undies. Meditate in the diary room, the very place where hot dogs famously said something no one can remember. I'm not interested. And every time you enjoy the gleaming his and hers bathroom, you'll picture Dean laying his most ambitious plan. I will be laying a reverse kanga in their toilet. The Big Brother house. It could be your dream home. If you suffer from very disappointing dreams. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Scott's College, for the bargain price of just $29 million, are going to build a new school library for Scott's College that looks exactly the same as a Scottish castle. Now, the guff <laughs> describes this thing as um, it's a Scottish baronial architectural style, quote, uh, complicated and with a massive roof form with high turret and dormer protrusions and prominent balustrading to the rooftop terrace, because I guess kids need that to read Cat in the Hat. <laughs> now, um... no, but, uh, Andrew, to be fair, I mean, they, these are rich kids that go to this school, right? Mm. Well, I assume so, with yeah. a $29 million castle <laughs> library. They probably are doing quite well, well yes. No, so, so they'd be used to, to reading their books in, in their sort of, I don't know, the turret of their house, or something. Or, I don't oh, know. true. You know, look, it's going to be it's going to be pretty magnificent. But like as they've 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 mentioned, uh, it's essential, right? Yes. It's an essential educational tool, um, which is why they're they're holding a uh, there's a there's a fundraiser that's Ooh. that's going to take place um, oh, nice. to to raise these essential funds for this absolutely essential project. In much of Africa, children aren't educated beyond the age of twelve. In Pakistan, girls are murdered for wanting to attend school at all. Even in Australia, Indigenous literacy levels are heartbreakingly low. But did you know the worst educational crisis is happening in the heart of Sydney? That's right. The Scots College Library is only five storeys tall. How can my child learn anything? 
anything in a five-storey library. There is a way forward. The Scots Board are planning a $29 million new library that looks like a baronial Scottish castle, just like the library you had at your school. That's why UNICEF is launching the Scots' massive great big piss-off library that looks like a castle appeal. To raise money for the soaring spires, ornate dormer protrusions and rooftop terraces required by a normal school library. At last I can study like a regular boy. So give generously at massive great big piss-off library that looks like a castle.org. Even if it's only a few million bucks, you can save a child from having to use a library that isn't a 16th century castle. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. You will be shocked by this news. Bernard mm. Tomic is out of the French Open. Oh, no. Oh, that was so unforeseen. In the first round. Oh. Not Tomic. Not Tomic. He, he, he took 82 minutes to lose. It was 6-1, 6-4, and, uh, and he, he was 82, yeah, 82 minutes. And he won, uh, but he got $75,000 for turning up. I and wish I was Bernard Tomic. I would love to be mm. him. Imagine, mm. imagine just turning up and being really bad at your job, and then and then being paid seventy five grand. Yeah, I mean so Charles. Good. Charles manages it. So they said. What yeah, well, the, <laughs> so but listen to this press conference. Well, what were the factors in in losing Tomic? Well, I didn't play good. <laughs> he answer. doesn't say I didn't play good. He did. He did. He did. That's a factor. Well, I didn't play good. And then, well, I didn't play good. Could what, be a factor. What was the heated exchange you had with the officials in the second set there? I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. he should be. He should be a politi- He should be the prime minister. This guy. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's brilliant uh, thing. Anyway, um, I mean, maybe he was drunk. Would that explain everything? They're not very good playing, and the sort of stunted responses. Ah, oh, yeah. No, actually, that's true because all his responses were sort of monosyllabic. They, they sound exactly like what I'm like when I'm drunk. Yeah. But yeah, for me, not nah, hardly any. Or is he just like an obnoxious teenage boy? Oh, <laughs> yeah. he is, maybe. Oh, yeah. Like me too. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, as a result of this stunning thing, they've actually released a new episode of Tomic the Tank Engine. <laughs> Tomic the Tank Engine lived on the island of entitled Australian tennis professionals. All the engines were gathering for a big contest. The fat controller said to Tomic the Tank Engine, Today it's your turn. I don't want to, said Tomic. You have to, said the fat controller. Kyrios the tram engine has already blown his boiler. You're our only hope. Tomic the Tank Engine replied, My dad never loved me, and nothing will ever make up for that. The fat controller blew his whistle, and all the engines sped off. Well, all except for Tomic, who ambled slowly along the track. Have you blown a gasket? asked the fat controller. No, replied Tomic. I just can't be bothered. Soon the engines came to the bottom of a mildly steep hill. Djokovic the diesel powered ahead. This mildly steep hill is too steep for me. I'm going to go home, said Tomic. Come back, shouted the fat controller. But it was too late. Tomic had turned around and gone home. I am going to go and shunt some engines, he said. Well, you are a massive shunt, said the fat controller. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. 
thing that worries me are these raids. I, I'm, I'm a little bit shaken today. I don't know about you guys, but mm, are you yeah. a bit shaken by these, these federal police, the feds just smashing down people's mm. doors and raiding the media, you know? I mean, we, we, it's yeah. tough for us because, you know, we work in the media. We're at the front line. We're yeah, pretty yeah. serious. Aren't they only raiding journalists, though? Well, well, yeah, well, Dommy, you know, we are serious uh, journalists here. I mean, you, you know, just look at the shelf full of um, Pulitzer Prizes that we've, that we've stolen. I mean, no. uh, Andrew, I'm going to take you to task there because I actually think I think it's fine for the AFP to be raiding investigative journalists. Like if if they're just uncovering human rights abuses in their military, and you know the police want to raid them, I, I'm fine with that. You fine? Why? Why is it? Why is it okay? What, well, you know, like well, they're all they're the nerds. They're the nerds at school. Well, let's that's see. Yeah, I did feel nerdy. Yeah. I must admit, this morning when the feds mm. kicked down our door. Well, and, that's and when they went too off. far. When they started raiding us, it was, it was hairy, wasn't it? It was yeah. hairy. Ah. We've actually, we've got the tapes right. I mean, have have a listen and make up your own mind. Federal police, open up. Ah, crap. Are you Radio Chaser? Yeah, sorry. The government heard you were running some kind of free democratic media in this place. Open your script, Archive. Now, what's in here? A uh, punchline about the Sydney Light Rail. Mm, barely broadcastable sketch about NRL players' knobs. Mm, meandering anecdote from Charles Firth that goes nowhere. Ooh, and another punchline about the Sydney Light Rail. Right! I'm seizing all this as evidence. But that's our entire show! You'll have to come up with some new material. No! Anything but that! Make the show now, Charles. Um, well, I've got a really funny anecdote I could tell that will fill a couple of minutes. Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. I'm kind of excited about the, the thought of uh, a holiday later on, but but mm. I'm worried if because I, I want to go to America, right? Mm. Yeah. And um, bad news, Charles. And so, if you're thinking of going to America, it's all changed. Uh, they've got this new system now. If you want to visit America to get a visa. You have to hand over. Can you believe this? Like normally, you have to sort of hand over your documents or whatever, you know, and tell them about yourself. Well, now to get into America, you have to hand over your social media usernames. What? So you've got to tell them who you are on Facebook and, and, and Instagram and Twitter. You've got to say, "This is me," you know, so they can go prowling. <laughs> is that your... just so they can like laugh at Charles because he doesn't have any friends on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, yeah, the customs people will be in fits of laughter over you first. Does it include your secret Twitter accounts? Like, I love porky pies. You've got to give over that, and... Char- yes. You've got to hand that over <laughs> right to the guard at the gate, Charles, so that he can see all your porky pies. Oh no, that's that would be terrible. In fact, I, I think I would. Um... I'd get banned just uh, if they look, browse through my posts. It would just be that I get banned because of all the puns that I've committed. I think that, that would be oh, yeah. enough to keep me out mm. of the US. <laughs> yeah. Zoe, I mean, would you? Do you think you'd be a shoe into the US, Zoe? Based no, on the, the I Facebook don't. Or? I really don't think so. I'm actually. Um, uh, I think in social media years, I'm about 412 years old. Um, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not very good at it. I don't. Um, every time I do a job, everyone's like, "Oh, po- you do a post, do a post." And I'm like, "Oh, I just." I feel really awkward about it. So I think I probably would get rejected for just having almost no social media presence and generally sucking but at the entire craft. For not updating your Facebook enough. That is an impeachable offence. I mean, what, what is an impeachable offence, though, in this, in this situation? Is it, is it just what inciting bad... Bad America. I hate America. Saying I hate America, or I, what? I like, went through a period of. Like, I don't hate America. If America's listening, by the way, I uh, <laughs> love America. Would like to travel there sometime. I, I went through a period of liking Nickelback music videos in about oh, twenty eleven. You, you won't be let. You'll yeah. be deported, deported <laughs> immediately back to back to Triple M headquarters, uh, where, where we do such. This is the only place in the world where such things are safe. Uh, 
<laughs> well, look, in any case, I decided to test it out. <laughs> no, no, sorry, what am I saying? Charles, you decided to yeah, test did it I? out, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, didn't you? Oh, yeah you, went, did. you actually went to America That's on the right. weekend, didn't you, to, to try and test out and see what happens when <laughs> you arrive. You're so committed. At, <laughs> when you arrive at the border, take a listen. Welcome to United States Customs, sir. May I see your passport, duck face selfies, and hashtags? I'm sorry, do you mean my luggage tags? Your hashtags. To enter the U.S., we need access to your social media so we can understand exactly who you are. Oh, right. Uh, Here's my phone. Okay, let's see. Hashtag Fitzbo. What is this image? It's just a gym selfie. Okay, self-obsessed tool... And what's next here? A photo of a hamburger. Hashtag nom nom. Hashtag burger life. Yes. And I see under this photo of a gun, you posted a rant about immigrants, badly spelled in capital letters. I'm sorry, does all this mean I'm not allowed into America? Well, let's recap. You are a narcissistic, ranting gun nut obsessed with hamburgers. Hmm? Welcome to the United States, Mr. President. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition.